Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You're listening to the Dad Bod Golf Pod with Kyle Rush, Ben Taylor, and Nate Pass. What's up, everybody? We're back again. It's episode 121 of the Dad Bod Golf Pod. It's been a week of firsts. This is the first Friendship Friday of the new year. Oh, yeah. yeah. This episode is brought yeah. to you by BetOnline.ag, the, uh, where the game starts. Uh, we have a, uh, they're awesome. they got a new desktop, new mobile website. Uh, check them out. they got a 50% welcome bonus right now. Um, our guest is going to be fired up to hear this. Um, use coupon code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, B-L-E-A-V. You give them 100 bucks. they're going to give you 50 back to play with for free. You got the college uh, playoff championship coming up soon. A lot of basketball. Bet online where the game starts. If you want to hit that blackjack table at two in the afternoon and make up for your losses from the previous night of all those bowl games that you yep. saw, y'all saw it, LSU just absolutely get smoked. You got to yep. step up to the table, get that money back the next day. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, guys, today we have. Pro- I, I got to say, of all the guests we've ever had, nobody has ever done their homework like. <laughs> the guy that we have on today, former Auburn golf star and current, is it uh, Latin uh, Latin America tour yeah, uh, tour pro Grayson Huff is in ready to absolutely get into a slugfest. What's up, Grayson? I don't know. Slugfest might be you. Ugh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I can keep up with that, but yeah, I can't ready. ready to go, ready to go. So um, we, we talked, uh, several several months ago and we finally nailed out nailed down a time and you said that you listened to like 14 hours of stuff so i'm sure a, a part of that stuff you listened to was a lot of the interviews with your former teammates so or your you, soul is gone now yeah, yeah. exactly yeah, exactly <laughs> exactly you'll never get that time back you also are getting to see how dumb amateurs are when we start talking about golf so you got that yeah. going for you too absolutely absolutely i want you you said that you wanted to clarify some stuff on <laughs> on some of the teammates that, that we, uh, that we've had on. So I'm just going to kind of open the floor to you. Um, you said you, for a hundred percent sure, hundred percent fact, Andrew Kozan could possibly have a blackjack problem. Could true possibly have blackjack problem. True. Could. <laughs> well, true. hundred percent. However, <laughs> if, if he keeps playing the way he's playing, I, I mean, some of us should just go invest in his blackjack game because then he'll just he'll be on tour winning majors. Exactly. You're talking about blackjack and not playing the way he's playing on the golf course. You talking? No, I'm saying like if he he, he said in his I'm podcast, he yeah. said in his podcast that he went out and played blackjack the night before he played, and he'd play really well. Yep. So what I'm saying is if we just keep feeding him, on him. The table. Yes, yep. he keeps going, and then all of a sudden, we all have masters tickets. That's the way I look. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. I, we need to get him this. Uh, we need to get into that. Uh, believe uh, coupon code. Keep keep it rolling. Um, another one of the things that we talked about. Uh, so that was a, obviously Andrew was a great guest. Um, Wells Paget was a good guest as well, one of your teammates. And you, uh, I think the quote was, "You you want to putt just like Wells Paget." Always want, always want to putt like Wells. Wells was, Wells was the one guy that, you know, he would, he'd hit a few golf balls, he'd practice, he'd do everything. And then like, if he got bored, he'd just kind of hang out around the putting green with a putter and he'd be like, Hey, you want to go putt like nine holes? And it's like, no, I don't want to lose. 
I don't want to go play. <laughs> yeah. And he'd make everything. And then like, it's funny because I, I watched that video of him making that putt at SECs and I wasn't there. I was actually, I was visiting, I was with family in Vegas and they won, um, they won what the semifinals and then they come back for the final championship. And mm-hmm. I looked at my dad and I said, if it's close, I'm getting on a plane and I'm flying home <laughs> to like Auburn. So they made the turn and they were like kind of close. And I'm like, I'm booking a plane. I'm getting there. I landed in Atlanta and they were just getting back, like driving back from after winning. So I was on the plane, like watching them play. And then yeah. I landed in Atlanta and just, got in the truck and drove as fast as I could within reason <laughs> straight to Auburn parked downtown and went straight to tumors. And that's where they're rolling the, the yeah. trees. Yeah. And if you look at the team photo, everybody has a shirt on except for me and you can just see my head and it's, in, <laughs> I'm in like the back corner. And that's cause I literally showed up right then and there. That's and amazing. Like just ran up and jumped up there and was like, Hey guys. And it was awesome. But yeah. <laughs> But Wells, like, he's made so many putts like that where he just hits the putt. And then it's exactly like that meme of Tiger when he made that putt. And I think it was maybe the President's Cup. Cup? Yeah. Yeah. He, like, hits and then he turns around and shakes his hand. Wells (laughs) Wells could do that. I mean. It gets quicker and longer each time. Like, (laughs) Oh, yeah. For sure. I think think Wells, Kevin Na, and Tiger would be an incredible putting, like, group to just watch. Because I think they'd be walking them in like looking at each other while the putt's halfway there. I mean, it'd be awesome. That's amazing. That's amazing. So when you said like go putt for nine holes and y'all, this is like, y'all have your putting matches. What does that mean? Yeah. How to d- define how that works? Cause I may want to take some of these guys out there for nine holes. It would so just look, be like, bring it on. Yeah. Like really? The four <laughs> of us, the four of us walk out there to AU club. We drop balls on the green and we just first person, you know, Ben picks a hole and then first person putts, we go in an order and we just keep rotating and you play nine holes and it's the person with the most like makes, or you can play match play or, you know, it just that kind of thing. But most of the time we'll play nine holes and you just have like, if you have a bet, you play nine and then you would finish and play another nine. We had one where it was like, um, it was like four guys would play and you would putt. And then whoever had the most makes after nine holes, like, each make was a dollar amount or, you know, whatever. And, um, you know, whoever had the most obviously won the most and whoever missed all of it lost the most. So, but nice, but yeah, that's about, it's about all you do on putting green really is talk, you know, shoot the shit and putt. There you go. There you go. Or if it's raining, (laughs) Hey, if it's raining, you jump up on the awning. Oh, here we go with this. Yeah. Little bounces, yeah. little bounces. Yes. You caught us doing that one day, I think. Or you take a nap on those rocking chairs because I've done, about done that about 300 times. Oh, so. yes. Rocking chairs are, are, are elite. They're when you're elite. a cart guy, you can't nap so publicly, so you just go find a cart and curl up in it. But, I mean, I, yeah, I get the sentiment. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I've known some guys to lose a, some ungodly amount of money bouncing golf balls in the rain. You, you involve a couple of, of vodka rebels and – all yeah. of a sudden, somebody lost their mortgage payment bouncing oh, golf wow. balls. Yeah, they start going that. to twenty-five to fifty-dollar makes. Yeah, three hundred dollar makes. Three hundred dollar. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you, no, thank you. I can't get off five. That's all I got. Yeah, you um, get nervous at five. Exactly, exactly. So you guys, uh, 
I, I, I want to get off of Auburn here in just a little bit, but um, you do have some cool opportunities uh, being a part of uh, the Auburn University golf team. Um, one of the things is you get to play Augusta. Um, is it once a year, or how often do you get to play? So we were very fortunate. Um, you know, Nick did a great job with this, but he always was able to meet people and and, and just get us the ability to go play. Um, I was thinking about it. Um, just with some of the questions you guys asked leading up to this, but just kind of some of the things that we've been able to do at Auburn. And one of those was the the Augusta trip. And and we were able to have a couple of donors that were members out there and they could take us out and we could go play. So we played the upperclassmen um, every year would get to go. And then you only got two choices, like two chances, opportunities to go. So if you were, you know, went five years, you could go twice, not five years yeah, yeah, um, yeah. as an upperclassman. But um, I mean, it was just, it was just a lot of fun. And, and every year was a little bit different because you just had a little bit different group of guys. Um, and normally we'd get in the van and we'd drive over there and we'd go and we'd basically maybe stay the night and then play in the morning and we'd eat out there and, and just kind of spend the whole day. And, one one year they took us around and showed us like the media um, pavilion, the tour drive, you know, the tournament driving range um, kind of got the behind the scenes kind of look. Yeah. You never really get the behind the scenes at Augusta. They they know exactly where you are the whole time. But exactly. Um, but yeah, no, it was awesome. It was it was it was pretty phenomenal. So we were very blessed for that. Do you, do you feel like you uh, were the first time you played it? Was it sort of I don't know. I kind of feel like it would be overwhelming. Like I wouldn't be able to draw the club back off the first tee. Like how, how, how long does it take? Do you get settled in? Did you play better the second time? Like how, how does that whole thing work? Yeah, I actually played better the first time. Um, really? yeah, I shot, I shot two, I shot two over with a double on 18. Oh, wow. So that was, that was not, not the best 18th hole, but, um, I honestly, I tell people this is like, I'm not a huge history golf junkie. Like I don't, I don't know a ton of history with golf. I know a little bit. Um, and obviously it's Augusta, it's the masters. So you're driving in on Magnolia lane and everybody's, you know, freaking out. We got the Augusta song, you know, the, the theme song blaring in the band, <laughs> um, but cool. uh, you know, it like that stuff's pretty surreal, but honestly, like being there and we were hitting balls on the member range and kind of warming up. And I, I just, it hadn't sunk in yet. And then basically we turned around the clubhouse, got right back there by number one green or number one tee box, 18 green. And like, I walked up and stood there for a second and then it all just kind of hit me. Yeah. And I, and I kind of went, I was with one of the members and I was like, do you mind if I just get a chair and just sit here for the rest of the day? Like, I don't need to play. Like, I just kind of <laughs> want to just look. Just absorb because it. The, yeah, because you just sit there and you just kind of like, it just kind of pops in your head random stuff. And then we, fortunately, the last time I played, um, because of the way it was going with everything, we've got to play, I I don't know the exact date, and I could probably find it, but we, we got to play before they had the Masters. So right. they were actually, some of the scoreboards and some of the thing like the oh, wow. TV oh, wow. defense and yeah. stuff were up. So I have some, and we're not allowed to send them or do anything with them, but I have some photos <laughs> that our member took of us while we were out there. And like, I've got one of me on, um, 
think it's like 14. I think it's 14 and there's a scoreboard behind the T like behind the T box. So it's like me hitting and the scoreboards there with like no names on it. So it's, it's pretty cool. Like when we were out there seeing all that, that was, that was one of those ones that was awesome. That's. Had you ever been to Augusta before you went and played? Never been to Augusta, never been to the masters. I'd only watched it. I I mean, I'm, I'm from Idaho. So like going to Augusta was not like a weekend trip, you know, it was like, you would have to plan it. Um, have, so you I just, have you been yet? Have you only played only played Augusta? Never been to the Masters. Only played. Never been to the Masters. Holy cow! How many yeah. people can say that? That's wild. Which, which is kind of weird um, because I've thought the same thing too. So biggest but, difference mm-hmm. that you that you noticed from television to when you finally got out there? What what was what were some of the biggest differences? When you're when you're out there, it's the little details. Like they had. On the trees, they have a pe- like a metal bracket that's like you know like diagonal kind of thing, and it's basically brown like tree color, and it's for where the sprinklers go, so it doesn't wear down the tree. It just hits the metal, but they zoned it in so it almost looks like bark. But it's like <laughs> never, it's I've never thing. heard of that. Yeah, I've never heard of that. Like you would never think about that. The um behind number eleven T, there's a bathroom but it's like a player's only bathroom for during the tournament. Um, But of course, all of us had to go to the bathroom on that hole. Like we just had to, (laughs) because we're like tiger's been here, you know, like, yeah, exactly. We got to go use that urinal, but um, tiger feet. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Why not? But it's hidden. Like it's way in the magnolias. Like you can't see it. And, and it's just stuff like that, that you just like, you're like, they do all the little things so incredibly it's like Disney well World. there. Yeah, it's Disney World for grown adult men that like golf. Is there, <laughs> isn't there another hidden one? There's another hidden bathroom by like, it's like five or something like that. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, there's, there's like, there's like three or four of them that if you don't know where you're looking, you won't see it. You know, it's just, it's crazy. And then I think, what's that downhill par three on the front? Six. It's like six. I th- yeah it's the one where you can like hit over spectators you know yeah. they're like yeah, there. that's six that's six so, I think. yeah yeah i didn't realize like how steep that bank is but if someone's sitting there you would never know that they're there and then you hit and then we started walking and you're just like wow there's during the masters there probably could be a thousand people sitting right there and like if you chunked one, it's coming right down in his drink. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah, you don't want to cold top one off. Of that no, box. that's but but you would just you would never know they were there. Like that's the kind of crazy thing. So that's correct. And I, you never you never notice that watching it on television either. Nate, what you got? I didn't know that there's a, a tournament range and a members range. I've only no, been yeah. I've only been once, but I would have never known. I would figure the tournament range was the same. They, I think the member told us that they use it for parking or something during the tournament. Mm. Oh, the member range. Gotcha. The member range. The tournament range is like the one with the track man setups and, you know, yeah. like the TV and the grandstands, like the bleachers, the, short, the short game course. That's, you know, on unreal. It looks like AstroTurf, you know, like all yeah. of that's out there. But then the members one is like, um, if you, if you pushed it and hit a little slice off the tee, you would hit it on Magnolia lane. Like that's where the member range is. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay, gotcha. Oh, I wow. was telling I was telling the guys when I went, the thing that stuck out in my mind, and TV didn't do it justice, the greens were way smaller than I thought they were. And that was the, like, shocking part. And so I haven't played it, so I didn't know if that was something that kind of hits you when you, you know, you get up there since you had not played it. You 
television, like the first couple of greens you hit into, you're like, holy smokes, this is like hitting into a 10 by 10 green every single time. Yeah, or like number 13, that par five, the dogleg yeah. left. So if you hit a good tee shot there, you can go through the fairway into that yeah. rough, right? And then, you know, there's some big, some great shots out of the pine straw and the rough and everything, but everybody always goes, why don't you lay up? Well, I laid up and you have like a 60 yard wedge shot on a downhill slope. That's like this to a green that's sloped kind of like away from you. And the pins right here and the water's right here. So like, you can't, the guys that hit shots from there, if I go back and watch the masters now, and I watch a guy hit a shot from somewhere that I kind of know where they're, they are at on the course it brings a whole new meaning to that shot because you just don't realize how hard that shot was until you're standing there. And that's the same with like, they always talk about how TV doesn't do it justice with the elevation change. Right. You get out there and some of those tees and the way it moves, you're like, I mean, this is way uphill or downhill. And Mm -hmm. you know, for the tournament, it just looks like it's flat basically. Hmm. That's, that's amazing. Wild. Uh, of this i will say of the people that have played it that this is like the most detailed most we've gotten from it so it makes you feel like you're you've almost been there so brackets on the bark that's just the metal plates on the trees to keep the water from knocking the bark off i'm like what of course i remember one of the first first things that got told to me because you know the members when you go in they welcome you in the guys in green jackets will welcome you in if you go to a master's and one guy just he just randomly walks up to him. he says now let me know how many pine cones you you count today and i was like what the hell is he talking about and then i got Those out are there i'm gonna be any and you didn't see like that's the thing they got people walking <laughs> around picking them up well and like you know how at au club the pine straw is like it's there but it's not like it's not like nicely patted down and kind of like in yes, order it's actually it's fallen like, from the tree yes yeah, so up jimmy the the, the the ones at augusta like we're walking through the pine straw and our caddies that are with us are like yeah just tear it up and like make it like a dig your feet in really far because they they'll tell you like when you're hitting it off the pine straw there there's so much pine straw that you actually have to dig into it like a bunker in order so your foot, feet don't slip mm-hmm. but like that's the little details that they do out there is they just make sure that everything is just like so perfect. Yeah. You could probably lay down on that pine straw and it's like a, you know, a feather bed. You can just kind of. That's awesome. That's sick. That's sick. All right. So let's have some fun now. So you specific, <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. That was fun. That was fun. We're now we're about to really mix it up. Um, you specifically uh, requested some, would you rather, uh scenarios so we're going to give you 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 went through a lot of them and we've got some that we we've you know wanted to throw at you so uh we're just going to go around the horn and uh and just go and and just have some fun take it this as long as long as it takes so all right nate you've been quiet i'm gonna let you have the first one so this one you're the author of would you rather wednesdays so hit him with one I tried to come up with something sort of diabolical just for you. You know, that wouldn't really apply to us as just average Joes. So here's the scenario for you. Okay. Okay. You can, you can, this is, this is you playing a tournament, any, any regular tour event that you're in. Uh, You can have all the, the normal uh, arrangements. You can stay in a hotel, you can fly to the tournament, you can do all the things that would give you the most chance of success as far as preparation, you know, good places to eat, good places to sleep or you can literally 
drive to the tournament, let's say it's a minimum of 10 hour drive. You sleep in your car. Everything happens out of your car. Okay. You got to go through drive throughs. You're sleeping in your car. You're changing clothes in your car. I mean, it's just, you're just living out of your car that weekend, but you start off Thursday morning, five shots ahead of everybody, but you're literally going to sleep in your car and not leave your car outside of practicing and playing the entire weekend. Is it worth it? For five shots? Five. I mean, you, you start off five under on Thursday morning. I mean, five <laughs> shots sounds pretty nice. I'm, I'm just, <laughs> I'm I just, just don't saying. know if you give back the five and more with such poor conditions. That's what I want. That's what I was going to Going to have to pull a Tiger's dad's line and say, I'm not going to give up the lead and just take there the five shots and go for it. <laughs> yeah, pedal yes. to the metal. Pedal yes. to the metal. But, Love it. Yeah, no, I think it's funny, though, because I've basically almost done – both of those now with playing in mini tour golf and (laughs) a little bit of professionals. So, but um, yeah, I'll probably, I'll take the five shots. We'll, we'll, we'll give me the most chance of success, even though I I figure the rest out. Maybe I'll pull a John Daly and just drive in a motorhome. Does that count as a car? Oh, so this is some real okay. Ben stuff All right, right that's here. That's some Ben stuff, right? <laughs> no, you're you're in a Toyota Corolla, bud. Okay, okay. As long as it's not a smart car. Yeah, you, you don't go. get to no. like, you don't get to change the rules when they like. I try to I try to give different. Nate gives the scenarios. Pull like John Daly and just being a badass five hundred thousand dollar motor. Exactly. Got a got a half million dollar motor home with one of those chandeliers in it. Yeah, that'd be fine. I'll do drive throughs with that. That's cool. So you're taking McDonald's every night and sleeping in the car with five shot lead. Uh, I'd probably be Taco Bell and Chick Fil A. Those are yes. Boys. Those are good boys. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, Ben. It's gotta be tough to go to Idaho and no Chick Fil A. That's gotta be tough. Hey, we have one. We have one. We have no some. Way. Yeah, yeah. They we got them in high school. So when I was in high school, so that's, that's big. Awesome. That's big. They have Waffle House out there. No, no. But Waffle House. But South, we have man. we have In and Out Burger though. So In and Out's pretty good. Yeah. I've had it. I've had it. Wow. It's not bad. I won't. No Popeye. Well, Popeye's no raising canes. Oh wow! Yeah, we don't have raising canes here in Auburn. These South Alabama boys might be big on that. But I'm a gut. You know, Guthrie's man. No, we didn't. I didn't have a raising cane. Kyle, you never had a raising cane. There's one in Mobile. I think there's some like Mobile. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of a Fusackley guy. So there's some serious bang for your buck with Fusackley. Yeah, you get a deal at Fusackley, and those uh, cheese uh, bacon cheese fries. Let's go. But any of those a thousand sauces, a thousand yeah. sauces, and left. I don't know what they put in that Arnold Palmer that they make, but I'm pretty sure Arnie Palmies lemonade and sweet tea, great yeah. sugar. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's crack. They probably laced it with that. It's, I mean, you 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 like down the first one, and you like want a second one immediately. It's exactly, it's because you're so thirsty. Because it's so <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> All right, Ben, hit him with yours. Uh, this is this is a golf question because and probably because me and me and Nate, well at least me uh, short hitters all the time so we're always talking about it. do you take fifty extra yards off the tee or are you making everything inside of Nate put Nate gave us eight feet I'm giving you since you're more advanced I'm giving you anything inside of five four and a half feet fifty extra yards or everything inside of five feet so I'll I'd take the fifty extra yards. Now, if you gave me everything inside eight feet, I'd probably take eight. Feet. Yeah, he, know, he knows the original question. Yeah, yeah. he listened. Yeah, we yeah we did we did with us. It's eight feet, but I figured just about anybody. I mean, we were talking about it there. That'd give you an opportunity as a pro. I mean, crap, you can make a run at everything for birdie because well, I mean, you're, if you're if you run it eight feet by, you gotta you pick yeah. it up. It's automatic uh, giving. Yeah, and and just in my game. 
because you guys don't play a lot with me, but like, I'm, I'm pretty good with a driver. So like one of your guys is, would you rather, or one of your questions was like, what's your safest club all distance. And then like, you have to hit it over this distance and you yes. get like 200,000 or whatever. Yeah. Fun, yeah. I carry my driver at 285. So that would be my number. And I would hit driver because I feel comfortable with it. And so like, yeah, I might miss, but like, I don't think that I'm going to miss right. or at least, you know, as cocky as that sounds like that's no, I told Nate the same thing. Cause he was like, you wouldn't do that. I'm like, yeah. He's like, why would you do that? I was like, I just feel comfortable doing that off the yeah. tee. I just feel comfortable. That it's going to go fairly straight every single time. Yeah. Now, if you gave me like a six foot slider that breaks two feet and you're like, you got to hit it and then walk it in like Wells, I'd be like, no, I'd, I'd give the putter <laughs> to Wells and I'd be like, what <laughs> this, <laughs> what if it was, Everything inside eight feet or seventy-five yards. Does it? Does a seventy-five oh, entice you more than eight feet? Yeah. No, because at two eighty-five plus fifty, quick math is three thirty-five. So, yeah. like, that's another twenty-five. So that's like three fifty or something like that. Three sixty. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I need it. You, no, I just feel like I feel like that's like. Kyle Berkshire long like I don't know I don't know if thank you so much for saying that and I don't know if that stays I stays on the planet there you go I don't know where it goes being in play is a big big deal big deal yeah that's what Kyle and one of ours and I hope I'm not taking Kyle's here but that was one of the things that we we talked about on would you rather you know do you do you take a automatic a drive that you can just drop out there at 300 on every hole it's like yeah I do because I mean I'm never gonna play is a big yards so yeah being in play and then take my chances with because that especially every course around here, three hundred yard, it's going to be a wedge from there, no matter yeah. what tees you're playing from. So and and I know some people that would argue the other way as long as it's in play and like over three hundred, your odds go down. But in play means it could be in the trees. But it's just kind of it, I don't know. It goes back and forth. I think mm-hmm. I think you got to keep it in play, but you got to hit fairways and greens. So if you're in the trees and you have no shot at hitting a green, it doesn't matter if you hit it 400 yards. If you're chipping out sideways, you're still chipping on in three. Exactly. So, you know, exactly. Yeah. All right. So mine is uh, pretty boring compared to that. So I'm going to go, I, but I'm, I'm just generally curious about this. If you, uh, when you get to the big tour um, and uh, excluding majors, if you could pick one tournament that you wanted to win, excluding majors, and I'm going to say players too, excluding the players, what would it be? Now, I can't name names, but all of my teammates that if they watch this, they would all be really mad at you because there's a lot of guys on the team that say that they would win the players over winning any major. Yeah. Ever. Like if you, you would win the players, but no majors. Yep. Name I've names. We can let's call these guys out. <laughs> yeah. Hell? No, I, I well, 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 I agree. Well, I agree too because that's based strictly off of like world ranking and stuff yeah. like that. And then like Masters is like invitational, past winners, amateurs, all this stuff. Some some of the guys have even said like it would be like U.S. Open number one. Then it would be like it would probably be like Masters and then the British Open, and then the PGA. But some of them have even taken the players and put it almost above the British Open. Wow. And then the Oh, Masters, I think some, even the Bubba Masters Watson has, said that. He, I well, mean, he was, the, what, he was like, I hate playing out there. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, got two majors. So. <laughs> I know. And, 
and the masters is arguably one of the weaker fields out of the four just exactly. because of all the old winners but it's the most prestigious so i don't i don't know it goes both ways um i thought about that and i really don't know um <laughs> my my ben answer is all of them and i know you said i can't say that um yep. But you also can't say Century Tournament of Champions. You're yeah, they kept yeah, give me crap for that. That I you can't win that, and they're like, because you got to qualify. And I was like, well, can I do the Bahamas tour- tournament, the Tigers tournament? That's like yeah. thirty players. Does that count? That sure. also, yeah, because yeah, that's that's invitational. Only. Yeah, it is. I, I think on a normal PGA Tour schedule, though, I think like the Wells Fargo at Quail Hollow would be cool. That would be it's, awesome. Be um, dope. maybe Tory, just because it's Tory. The farmers. the farmers yeah yeah um but other than that i don't know i'm kind of weird so like i would love to win like a scottish open or a british open the guys always made fun of me because i like european players so um <laughs> i do too. yeah maybe the Fortnite championship yeah yeah 3m <laughs> the 3m the, yeah. the butters the butters actually Classic. the actually butter- the the Napa Open would be fun because I think they give you a little bottle of wine or like a barrel of wine if you win. So be cool. that'd be kind of yeah. cool. That'd be sweet. That yeah. thing wouldn't make it to the plane. Oh. No. Be, well, well be, I think you would save that as like uh, like have your guests over and be like, yeah, you want to sip of my like tournament wine? Then you know, it's <laughs> that's good. I'm not as refined. I'm not as refined as you. So. <laughs> Did you like some of my tournament wine? Hey, do you want to taste a winner? Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's wine. It's wine. Exactly. It's wine. <laughs> Yeah. I said, I said, winner. Yeah, I said, winner. Do you want to taste winner, you pervert? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, uh, Nate, hit him with another one. Uh, I didn't have. Sorry, I didn't have another one. I only had the one. Yeah, we thought you were just going around the horn just once with us, and then you're okay. Like, I mean, we right, got, well, let's keep uh, going. Well, hang man. on, let me think about one uh, something. Okay, okay. Here's one that we did. You've got a a five footer that's perfectly flat, mm-hmm. just straight up five feet. Every time you make it, I don't remember what the dollar amount was that we said. I think it's five thousand. Yeah, five thousand every uh, time you make it. You can walk away whenever, mm-hmm. you know, whenever you're done. But as soon as you miss one, boom, done. Zero money. How many? How many do you put before you just stop and say no more? It's unlimited. You can put a hundred if you want. I think competitive me would just keep putting until I missed. So, so you just guarantee yourself I, not to make any money. Probably because <laughs> because it'd be like, why not just hit one more? You've already made five in a row. You can make six, you know. Yeah. But then, but then also, I think the most that I've ever made five footers in a row was like fifty. So that's a good. But that's also that's also no money on the line, and I was just practicing, and like there's nothing like you there's nothing. So I've. I've missed like a tap in and qualifying in front of coach before. So there's no, there's no guarantees that I make more than like. <laughs> nice. Okay. Ben, you got I another one. You're just, He's just a machine. <laughs> He's just a machine. No. Well, we got it. Wait, I, I wanted to pull one off of um, uh, whenever we were going uh, back and forth on, you were sending us some Twitter messages. We're going back. And, so uh-huh. I got to get you to expand on this because um, unlimited cart tab. Oh or, yeah. Or or uh or or Pro V ones for life, no, card tab, beer <laughs> tab, always. Now well, you don't. Oh, even, I've got one. You don't oh. even have to. You don't even have to get beer. Like, just think about this. You could get. You could get Gatorades. You could get sandwiches. You could get all sorts of stuff. You could live out at the golf course, and you yeah. just got some. You've got some nice lady driving a beer cart around, just giving you stuff. I mean, 
what more do you need in life than golf so do you, do and you somebody par- giving you food and water? Do you, do you parlay that into the one that we, we just did that uh, if you listen to the latest episode where you are the uh, trust fund kid that just oh. hangs out at the course all day long <laughs> or, or you have to hang around in the 100 to 125 as a tour pro for a while? See, I would, I would go with the tour pro. And yeah. I think that's the same thing that Nate just asked me with the, the putting question is because competitive side of me would be like, I don't want to just be the trust fund kid and just like, you know, being that yeah. kid at the club. Like I want to go play. So I'd rather be like 100 to 125 as much as that would suck to just always be in that bubble. Like it'd be yeah. pretty awesome, but it would also suck because you're like, you're better than a ton of golfers, but you're also getting killed by, you know, a lot of other golfers. So, <laughs> golfers everybody knows. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Like nobody knows you. I think I saw a tweet today that there was some guy at the Tournament of Champions and he's uh, shopping at PJ Supershore in Hawaii for his clothes for the week because oh, he doesn't man. have a clothing sponsor. So that would be your 100 to 125 guy. Wow. wow. Okay. Unless you got a hell of a personality. Unless you got a hell of a personality and then somebody will pick you up. Yeah. Or you have a cool sponsor like Swanee's. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> nice. Yes. Right. Here's here's one more. And I think I gave the guys some time to research this, but I'm going to put you on the spot. And this is with all due respect. But pick a PGA Tour pro to date one of your sisters. Oh, oh to yeah. date one of my sisters. Oh, boy. I had to do it with both of my sisters. One of them was married. Well, so. I'm throwing my girlfriend on the spot, but she said that Victor Hovland was cute. And that one kind of hit me a little hard. Yeah, so that one. That one. That, was that is tough. a that is a tough look for you guys. Yeah, I was like, I'm not Norwegian. I don't know what you're trying to get at here. And y'all are like but, the same age. That's like, yeah, yeah. she's literally she's checking him out across the, across the way. So, it's like, um, uh, this is nice and that's all, like you know, he's, the, this he's is in the top com- ten. This yeah. is completely this is completely like way sidebar. But there's an episode of King of Queens where. Uh, Kevin James and Leah, whatever her name is, are sitting in the bed and they're like, who's your, uh, who's your, I guess like your one person on your list that you'd be okay if I cheated on you with or yeah, who's your, who's your hall pass, who's yeah. your hall pass or whatever. So she says, you know, whatever, whatever, um, celebrity and she go and she goes, all right, well, who's yours? And she goes, mm, your sister. And then he kisses her on her cheek and rolls over <laughs> and goes to sleep. <laughs> That's kind of like that. That's funny. That's similar. That's funny. Um, <laughs> and then he kisses her on the cheek and goes to sleep. Well, awesome. I had a good one. I had a good one and I just lost it. I go. Oh, I know what it was. I know what it was. Wait, he just said she's checking out Victor. My he, bad. He, he, that's his girlfriend. We haven't gotten to a sister's yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think just because it'd be fun to have him in the family would be Kevin Kisner. Cause it would just be, yeah. it would just be, I, family reunions would be hilarious. Or like Pat Perez. It'd be great for Perez you. Oh, be a bit out there. Oh, It'd boy. be great for you. Your your parents would probably hate, hate him. Because he would hate show him. up with a dip and drunk at every single family function that there was. Yeah. Absolutely. But it would be phenomenal. Have the stories would time. be great. Oh, yeah. You'd have a hell of a time. Love it. Love it. All right. So one of the scenarios we had was we wanted to create a super golf baby. A super baby. <laughs> I so got you this had to, one. I, I figured this one out. So you got to pick a, uh, a professional golfer and then a professional athlete. And it could be 
guy girl girl i, I mean it could be the girl a guy okay. golfer yeah. <laughs> a guy golfer a girl athlete or girl golfer guy athlete so who would yeah. it be can't have it's, obstacles it's um it's nelly corda butchered that yes and gronk oh <laughs> one we didn't think of and that would be he would be the ultimate golf dad too to show Just, up at the course and just some, cheer on their his kid, and hopefully it'd be like a female too. Because be thrown out. Yeah. if it was oh, an yeah. LPGA tour player, he would be arguing with some officials over oh, some yeah. like mixed rules or something. But also, could you oh, see yeah, it Gronk. being like a, being like baby Gronk? But so it'd be Bryson DeChambeau, but at like fourteen, playing against like Charlie <laughs> Woods. Like, could you imagine that? That's true. <sighs> dominant, a dominant super yes. team. Yeah, she's like, isn't she like six one or something? Isn't she like yes. six feet, six I was gonna say Gronk would like break her, but no, she's she's tall. She's big. Yeah, she's yeah, she's yeah. she's an athlete. Not, so. not big, but you know, she's, she's tall. Yeah, <laughs> tall girl. She's tall a girl. sturdy gal. <laughs> hey, and they're both good looking. And they're good both and hips. Yeah, they're they're both good looking. Yes, so the kid's yes, gonna be all. handsome. The kid's yeah. gonna be handsome or or pretty if it's a boy or a girl. But it would be a super. Super golf baby. Uh, it, it makes it better because now that I've seen a little bit of Nellie's personality in that PNC where she just fangirled over Tiger, that she's oh, yeah. a little more reserved than I thought she would be. It I makes love her. it even better that you got Nellie and Gronk because Gronk is not that no. laid laid back personality. But I mean, you could also would... you could also see Gronk like on eighteen in the VIP tent like hanging over the side cheering on his son as he's about to make the yes. win you know like like it'd be a yeah. great it'd be great for publicity oh my yes. god you take him to the waste management and gronk would just oh yeah be, be oh, crapping all over gronk, everybody gronk would be running around that par three like he just yes. be going around in yes. circles just sprinting yeah oh 16 they would have they would have like a a gronk condo set up that well, he would bring brady and they would just yeah. be like playing catch out on the green yeah yes. yeah for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, all right. So that was our questions for you. You had some pretty good questions. You wanted to throw some stuff at us. So um, you had three at the bottom. Uh, what, what, let, let's run through those. Let's run I through had those. Three at the bottom and they were just kind of like thrown out there, random stuff that I thought of. But like the first one was, I was curious between the three of y'all, who do you think has the best dad bod? And, mm. Oh, it's me. Okay. So yeah, you, at forty-five, and, I'm, I'm dad bod all the way. He's the got reason, saggy tits. His is yeah. perfect. And the yeah. reason I thought of this was because I'm pretty, I'm pretty picture, saggy. I saw the picture of Harry Higgs standing yes. on the putting green, and it was like the ideal form of the or the peak <laughs> ideal male form. Male this, form. This and is this like, is the ideal male yes. body, ladies. Yes. yes. Peak male um, performance. Love I just it. thought that was hilarious. So that was my first one. Um, which I thought was pretty easy. And then the other one was, I wanted to see what you guys' take on the best music on the golf course was. Oh, man. It, I'm the one that I, – I carry a speaker. I play a speaker at all times. I got one of those Bushnell speakers that yeah. uh, you, that you mount up, and I've gotten in trouble. When we went to Pinehurst, they get mad at us because we were playing the speaker. Even though you can play music, they said it was too loud. And I am usually playing 80s and early 90s rap. That's usually what I have on, mm-hmm. yeah. and that does not go over yeah. well at private clubs or at resorts or anywhere except for a nine hole where you play barefoot. Yeah, you just got to go out there to Shoal Creek and play. They let you do whatever. You guys have all yeah. played Shoal, right? Ah! Yeah. That was personal. 
That really hurt. <laughs> that hurt me right in the heart. Yeah, I was. I'm I was sick, say, Grayson. I, How could our you do new that? fourth member of the Dad Body Golf Pod, Grayson Huff, joining us I'm for the episode. He'll I'm be under, back every week. I'm under the weather, and you went right for the heart. How about that? Unbelievable. Hey, well, Kyle, I, I can say, go ahead and tell you, it is a faux pas to have music on at Show Christmas. I can promise. <laughs> you know. I can, if uh, I'm if I'm pulling out the speaker, I'm going straight to Luke Combs. Just Luke Combs okay. radio okay. and let it ride. You know, background music, that. but you might you don't want it to be you don't want to know the song so well that when you're in your backswing, like humming, long neck ice cold beer never broke my heart. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> it could just really ruin a, a swing thought. It sounded really personal there for a second. That yeah. song, I don't know why. Just the way you said that, <laughs> it, it really it has. It has really never. speaks to me. It speaks yeah. to him. Yeah, Kyle. Okay. Before you give your answer, because I want to go back to the shoal thing, since that bother you so bad. Uh, and and and, <laughs> and it's not music related, but the very first time that I play, the guy that we're playing with, he says, "Here's the thing: he says, you got to keep your phone in your bag. Like you can't yeah. take your phone. They don't want you taking pictures. They don't want you doing all. They definitely don't want you talking on it or texting or anything like that." We get like to the third hole, and he's over there on the damn phone. Who? The member that I'm playing with. You just got him kicked out. And I was like, He's what gone. are you doing? And he goes, oh, well, I'm a member. So basically it's for us plebes that we can't have yeah. the phone going. So they can they can do that sort of thing. I don't thing. know. You might have just got a membership revoked. <laughs> no, because the day that we showed up on the greatest day in the state of Alabama golf ever, whenever we played uh, Farm Links Farm and Links, Creek, we know. And then we went to Shoal and played that afternoon. Um, they were played so late that they didn't want the caddies carrying our bags, so we got on carts. And the caddies let me take my speaker out and put the speak. I had to keep it low, but he let us play our speaker. Um, it was dangerous that afternoon. We were literally like the only ones on the course. Carts on Shoal Creek. Yes, it's amazing. They, they only do it in the summers if you play after two. Okay, and you have to. It has to be a special request, and you got to like let them know like three hours ahead of time. I didn't even nice. know they had carts out there. They're all cool. convertible carts. So that's probably why you got to let them know. Rolls Royce. That's probably why you got to let them know so far in advance. They probably got to go like to a warehouse and get them in order yeah. to transport. Yeah, order a new cart if you want to ride yeah. them. <laughs> all, right. all right, Kyle. Good. Music. music. Uh, yeah. So I literally search '90s gangster rap whenever I, <laughs> whenever I get on there. Okay. Uh, Tempo, hey, my time. there's some good tempo there's some good tempo music like if you the it's a little bit slower it's not fast it's just you know gets you going I like one of those white guys that starts singing every word of the song and you're like whoa <laughs> oh, yeah. okay exactly 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 i go for street cred absolutely yeah. absolutely That's awesome <laughs> all right what was your last what was your last one wait what so, are you what are you going with oh uh, yeah you, yeah what, i'm what? i'm more of like um Country slash like two thousands hip hop country kind of that whole just whatever yeah like whatever makes it, it I always say it's whatever makes me think of like middle school but it's like just all of the whatever you hear that maybe some like angsty stuff no we'll stay like, no no. <laughs> no and then occasionally like 80s rock because my dad always listened to it so yep. yeah we'll, we'll throw that's that another in there. One. yeah that's but, another but one i mean like to. if you're going down the fairway and panama starts blair and like it doesn't it doesn't really slow you down it kind of just you just kind of go like this yeah but um <laughs> but yeah no i listen to a lot but i also don't listen to music as much as some people do on the course so um, we had one guy on the team, um, and he listened to Latin, like Hispanic music and stuff, because um, he had some 
family members and stuff that spoke Spanish. And that was actually pretty cool to listen to on the driving range because I have no clue what they're saying, but like, you know, the beat and kind of the rhythm and everything was kind of yeah. nice. So. Like living La Vida Loca, that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> right. <laughs> what was the, um, what was your last question? The, the last question was, I want to just see, so you guys did the whole, you talked about like a one club challenge or you guys were yeah. talking about doing maybe some videos and you're going through it. So I was thinking, okay, how could I ask this question? Because I was sitting there thinking about what I'd done and people have asked me this before is like, what club would you pick? And then I thought, well, let's relate it down to like everybody that knows AU club can figure this out. And then I thought, okay, everybody hates number five. So let's work on number five. Oh, the worst hole in golf ever. You get one club and you got to play number five, what club is it? And if you had to set a par, like it's, it's a par four, but if you wanted to do like a wedge and set up like a par six, I'm going <laughs> to add to it a little bit. Like if you think you can get it down in six shots with a wedge. So like, um, that's what I'm curious is like, how many shots do you think it would take you with that club that you pick? Hmm. Yeah. Right, what, what tees are we playing? <laughs> oh, what tees? Oh, shoot. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to play the member tees. Don't play all the way back. We'll play one box up. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So for, for those that don't know this course, it's a, uh, a split par four. You got a big fairway on the right, uh, very tight landing area. If you want to cut the corner on your left, it's about 400 yards. Creek runs right through the middle of it. Yes. Uh, it is. It's, you hit a perfect it's drive. It's going in the creek. And it's a wide, it's a wide creek, not necessarily water wise, but your ball is gone once it goes down yeah. in there. It's I mean, diabolical. Yeah. It all, it's diabolical. Yeah, and I'm gonna in. and I'm gonna hit that creek. I don't care if we're teeing off with a wedge. I'm probably sculling it and still hitting it in the creek. Like I, I'm gonna hit that creek probably nine times out of ten. Yeah. I always said if people want to design a golf course with a creek that runs right down the middle of the fairway, I'd be the straightest driver of the ball ever. Because no matter where I hit it, it ended up in that creek. Mm, oh no, yeah, yeah. I hit some of my best shots of right, my life on that hole. Yeah. I'll aim right and it'll hook in. I'll aim left and it'll slice in. It's all going to the middle. It's just yep. going right in the middle of the creek. Yep. yep. There you Every go. single time I told when I played with Nate last time, I mean, I was like, all right, I'm aiming at the creek because there's no way I'm gonna hit the ball straight because I never hit the ball straight. And I hit, smoked it. Literally smoked On it. String. Best yeah. hit straight as a string. Never, never got offline. I was Love like, it. that's perfect. That's awesome. I'll go but first. I got mine. Oh, go I'll ahead. Go first. No, no, you go. So you go. I'm gonna go five iron is what okay. I'm gonna go with. Okay. So from orange, I'm gonna go five iron. I'm probably gonna have somewhere around, I don't know, two hundred. It's about a 180, 180 to 200 in, maybe something like that. Hit another five iron, probably miss the green, and then just belly one up onto the green and uh, jack a two putt in there for five. That's what I say. I'm, I'm, it'll take me five shots, and I'm going to go five iron. Okay. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to say I'm going to hit. I'm going to hit my seven iron, and I'm just going to tee it high and let it fly. And it'll be another full seven iron into maybe I'm thinking anywhere between fifty and seventy yards, and I feel comfortable bumping one from there with a seven iron and rolling okay. it up into, into two putt distance. I feel, I feel good about all those shots. Cause it, the, the second seven iron, there's a lot of margin for error. Like if I don't hit it that good, if I crush it, like there's a lot of, there's a, the way I'm going to be aiming, you know, coming across that Creek, there's going to be a lot, a lot of spaces I can hit it into. Ben. I'm going to go In my driver, 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 no, not driver, driver, driver. driver, driver. I'm going to go. Cause that, that's the thing with it being, <laughs> it's right out of 400 yard hole. So I'm, I'm taking eight iron, eight iron off the tee, probably 155 over to the right. 
then try to hit it over there into the same 150 area over on the left side. That would be my layup. So I'm playing it like a par five. I'm going to lay up over there on the left side after that to have my 150 in and then hopefully hit the middle of the green and two putt for a five. That's just hopes. Hopes I'm actually starting to think that may be how I play this hole from now on. I I make a lot worse than five a lot of times. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was just imagining Kyle with a five iron left of the green trying to figure out how to like bump and run it onto the green. (laughs) Oh, just just roll it. I mean, literally, it'll it'll roll all the way down to the bottom and then you just two putt, two putt it back up. If you're somewhere in that bowl on the left side of that green, that's actually not a horrible, that, that little hybrid long iron bump that kind of rolls through the ball up up to the green that's not a horrible play it could be but it also could be just soaked and then you have a five You're iron done. and you got to yeah. roll it through the mud and then yeah. good luck yeah Basically, right. you've True. seen the uh that's you've seen point. the videos of like the rickies and the jts whenever they whenever they tee off they immediately they will and justin they will they will let you know like where where they're going like right off the bat like when they when the ball leaves their club head you would love playing with Kyle because Kyle is one of those that you know when he's hit a bad shot before you ever see where the ball's going. I, I have found that absolutely phenomenal. Like he knows, I think he knows on the downswing, I have screwed up. Like before he makes contact <laughs> and he starts talking to the it's ball so before it ever hits the club face. It oh, yeah. seems like he's on his way down and he's like, oh my God. That's all she wrote. Okay. Kyle, Kyle right. was having a moment there. He just was like reminiscing <laughs> on that last shot. He's like, no. Hey, well, you, you, you stumped him because he's sitting there going, what would I do with a five iron from the left side of that green? Like, I'm still I thinking try, about how I bump it in. Would I try to bump it into the hill and let it release? Or would I try I, to fly, you know, I would try to open it up and see it. No, exactly. Because yeah. you remember they I did think... that that one club challenge at the Zozo where they did the, the pro-in before and they all chose like four iron and five iron on that par five. Yeah. And – Hideki, I think, went in the bunker and opened up his friggin' four iron where it was like hitting a 63 degree wedge. And he yeah. actually got it on the green and stopped it. Have and you that's, seen... when, that's when you go, that's why those guys are pros and why nothing like that's ever going to happen in my life. Look up videos of John Rom chipping out of the bunker with like a four iron or a five iron. I've seen it's, it. It's really yeah. impressive. But then watch the video. Then take your five iron and go, go get try in the bunker it. and try it. But just don't make sh- make sure nobody is on the other side of the yeah. green. Yeah. Before you start swinging at it a couple of times, but the, it'll you'll look at it and you'll go how. But it'll actually it'll help you get better at bunker shot too. Just yeah. knowing how that, that one down. Yeah, Grayson, I got one more question for you. Okay, okay. Having listened to all this content, we've only asked this really to one other person. He was a lot different than you. Who's the funniest guy on the pot? Oh. <laughs> oh, man. My answer is kind of a Ben answer, though. Like, it's <laughs> it's long and drawn out, and then it ends up being all three of you. So does, okay. that, does that count? Go, yeah, go ahead. No, go, that counts, because then you don't it. make anybody upset, I guess. Because no. Nate takes it real personal if it's not him. Just going to go ahead and throw that out there. If you say anybody but me, the show has to end, right? You say it. I forget who said it on one of the episodes, but they were very much like, they were very much like Kyle basically is like the glue that holds this together because the you two can just go this way and yeah. then Kyle's right here. And so like, like everybody's funny in their own ways because if you didn't have all three of you, then who knows where we'd end up. I mean, right. 
I, I still can't believe I listened to that fart episode or whatever that you guys did. <laughs> and that was <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> and that was me. I'm so embarrassed. Yeah. His, his father told him said I turned it off I got when s- you started making fart jokes. My, my dad got so embarrassed he turned it off. Yeah. Yeah. I was <laughs> embarrassed to, myself. I'm not He had lie. to apologize to his granny. Yeah. No. Um, I, um, I, I, yeah. I think I think that and I think like I think Nate has some pretty good like witty comments that he throws in there. And Ben, I don't know where you get some of your stuff from like, <laughs> off in left field and just kind of like floats in, but it's perfect. Uh, and I don't know why, but I was listening to you guys like yesterday or the day before. And I feel like Kyle sounds like Jeff Foxworthy. Like if you listen to him, <laughs> me, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why. Oh, you put me in the, in the <laughs> message. It, did I say Ben or you said, say, you said I me. Think, because I, I told I Kyle, Kyle, I think it's. I told I Kyle, I was, I was Kyle, but maybe it was Ben. I don't know. I told Kyle, I was like, I've been doing radio since 1997, and nobody's ever told me that. I said that threw me off a little bit. I can kind of hear was, it now if I close my eyes. I can. Yeah. If you just close it and listen. <laughs> just, have you heard his? Have you heard his time. DJ? Have you heard his DJ impression? I have not heard his DJ. Ben, impression. Ben, ben does a pretty good DJ. You gotta. It's one of those that can't be like. Okay. You talking, hey, you were talking about DJ working at a grocery store instead of being a PGA Tour pro. Oh yeah, when I uh, we, yeah did, yeah. If we, you hear that, you heard that episode? episode? I heard that episode. I remember it now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that was our best episode ever. Yeah, <laughs> that was the best. That was the best. Look on Nate's face when he said that. Nate goes, "That was just our best episode." Ever. That was. Thanks for listening. Yeah, that, yep. that was that was a good one. So was, we've had a ton, we've had fun, but like we forget this guy is a tour pro. So um, you have a season coming up. We want to hear all about it. Uh, tell us uh, um, when you head out, um, how that tour works compared to some of the others. What are the next steps? Things like that. And uh, just give us the rundown on Grayson Huff and uh, the future, I guess, this year, 2022. Yeah, no. So you guys have been very fortunate because you guys have, um through the shows you've you've had a a few different guys that are in completely different walks in professional golf but like we're all we're not that far off from each other but we're all like completely different you know stratospheres of like what we're doing right um and so you know i have i was fortunate enough to qualify for the latin america tour this year um which i've i it was it was either Ben or Kyle. One of you guys said that you were talking about who would want to go down to Argentina or, or wherever. And I was laughing. Cause I was like, I was just there. But, uh, <laughs> but, um, think, yeah. That was a prison. I think we met an Argentinian prison. So you were just in Argentinian prison. <laughs> no, yeah. no, it's no. when we were talking about what's his name going. Yeah. With Angel going to art. It was like, if you really want to know you screwed up, go to Argentinian prison. So yeah. we were like, that's and So yeah, that's where we got that from. But yeah. So, so, I, I played down there in December uh, in Argentina and Chile, and then I'm going to Mexico in February, and that will start up kind of um, our season until the end of June. And I'll, we'll go back to Argentina, uh, Colombia, uh, Peru, Brazil, and Mexico again. And then, um, like, I played today. I'm playing in a mini tour in Florida right now. So uh, we play today and tomorrow is like a little two-day mini event. So I'll have a couple of those spread in there. Nice, um, and then some Monday qualifiers for Corn Ferry and whatnot coming up, 
as well. And it's, it's basically just a, and probably even like Canada Q school, which just opened up. So I'll probably end up playing in that, but you know, Kozan has done awesome because he's gotten himself starts and, and he's getting to play at the beginning of the season. So, um, you know, plays a lot of blackjack plays really good and, and <laughs> yes. continues what he's doing. Um, he'll, he'll be able to take that status and just continue to build on it. And, you know, hopefully by the end of the year, he's high enough in the money list where he gets to go to the finals and, and do all of the stuff and gets to play for his tour card. And, um, you know, and then you got Blaine right there kind of in that spot. And another guy, teammate of mine, Trace is kind Trace. of right there too. And then I'm, I'm like on paper one step below them because I have, I can't make it to the, the PJ tour like straight through a season this year. I would have to like Monday qualify and then do the whole like Will Zalatoris. Or, right, right. Or, you know, kind Just of. Just snowball it. Yeah. Yep. And so but what I can do with my status is if I finish high enough on the money list in Latin, then I get exempt in the corn Ferry next year. Yes. And, and I would be in corn Ferry, and then, you know, just keep snowballing on that. Um, and so that's kind of where we're all at in a brief kind of easy way to kind of think about it. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you, um, how do you handle the caddy situation down there? Charades. We just play charades the whole time, you know? Yeah. Hey, you Lota, his ball, you know, you go, is, did it go over the green? You know, you just, <laughs> you're just throwing stuff around. Um, is it all no. local guys? How does that work? Yeah, it's all local guys. So um, it's, it's actually a rough life to be a caddy down there on Latin America, because I think in the last six months we've had three caddies die, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, but basically we go to tournaments and they bring in local guys that are just around that area or from that area and they carry the bag and, and go for us. There's a few caddies that travel down there, yeah. but not, not a lot. I mean, they don't, the, the tour tells us that we're supposed to pay them around 40 or $50 like a day um, plus tip. So whatever we want to add to it, but I mean, we don't, we're, winners in latin america make twenty five hundred dollars or twenty five thousand dollars like we're not it's a good chunk of change but if you finish if you finish 20th you might make two grand and that doesn't cover i mean your travel and all yeah yeah. flights down there are almost a grand and so you know like just one way so it's it's tough i mean we have i'm going it sounds nice i'm flying to mexico and we're staying at a resort with the golf course on, on, you know, everything, but I'm staying with two other guys in a three bedroom condo because we're trying to cut as much cost as possible possible. And we're going to find the cheapest flights. One of the guys wanted to fly to Tijuana and fly out of (laughs) Tijuana because he found flights that were like 80 bucks from Tijuana. There's a reason um, they are. Yeah. With, yes. You're on there with goats and chickens too. And <laughs> your, golf club, air. your golf clubs go to New Mexico city. And they, they, you go to wherever you're going. So, Oh boy. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's whatever there was. Um, there's a bunch of guys that flew to Columbia last year from Miami to Bogota on a spirit flight. And I was like, Mm-mm, not getting nope. on that flight. But, <laughs> That's the small plane. That's the okay. small I don't know what it was, but it was, it was cheap, but it was Drug not worth, plane. it was not worth my life to get on that spirit flight. I will tell you <laughs> that right now. So that's, 
that's the one where you see the videos that go viral that that, like nobody ever buckles their seatbelt and they go crazy and they like have fights on the plane on the way in the spirit flights like they do not want to fly that that, you're you're sitting there in the plane and the chicken walks it down the aisle right past you yeah yeah that's amazing so like literally this tour is from mexico all the way down to like chile and peru Peru and that argentina i mean we were in i was in buenos aires and it's it was a nine-hour flight from uh, Dallas to Buenos Aires. People don't realize how far down it is. I mean, it's crazy. That's but, it, but it's it's really cool. I mean, you get to experience incredible stuff. I mean, I had I had dinner one night down there. I had a like a New York strip steak, French fries, a bottle of water, a bottle of wine, and like a little salad, and it was seven bucks total. Total. Oh, man. How did you feel the next morning? Oh, is it <laughs> phenomenal? Oh, that's... I, this was after the cut, and I had the weekend off, so I was <laughs> I was splurging a little bit, you know. There you go, just, just a little bit. It sounds like yeah, yeah. <laughs> full seven dollars. Yeah, full seven dollars. I think wow. McDonald's here is like breakfast is like ten. So you yes, know. you can't even get a Big Mac combo for seven dollars. Nope. No, definitely yeah. not. Definitely not. Or that four for five deal or whatever the thing is. What what restaurant is that? Wendy's, like? Wendy's four for Wendy's. four. Yeah. yeah. Wendy's four for four. He's big big uh value menu guy. <laughs> Guys, this has been Grayson, dude. This has been awesome. Uh yeah. you're by far you may we may have to retrack retrack uh and re give out the best listener award because you went back yes. and you did your homework. Uh we really appreciate this. Um we wish you the best of luck. We're going to bug you constantly for updates so we can yeah. give you up, give updates to all the all the listeners uh throughout right. throughout the season um and just let us know when you do those monday qualifiers things like that and uh we'll be we'll be your biggest fans so uh we really appreciate it and um be careful when do you leave out when do you leave out um i'm flying down as of right now to mexico middle of february so middle of february i got right, a so we got time we got a, about a month, a little bit, a little over a month to grind it out in South Florida. Is that where you are? You said you are right now, just kind of Florida area. I'll be basically the entire state just traveling around. So I'm staying at my aunt's house right now and living out of my back of my car. Basically, you know, nice. this is, this is the tour life. The, the, the glamorous tour life is when you get to have somebody travel for you and you just fly net jets everywhere. Yes. Yeah. Yet we haven't made enough birdies for that yet. So <laughs> they're coming. I'm on the discount. We're damn sure getting close. I'm on the discount tour life right now. There you go. There you go. I love it. There you go, dude. We appreciate it again. And uh, y'all have a great weekend. And we'll see you back on Monday. It's Dad by Golf Pod. And we're always, always stroking. stroking. You've been listening to the Dad Bod Golf Pod, always stroking. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.